0: radio md radio MD.com. it's time for the dr lee finn show here's dr lee Hi, and welcome to the show, Health from the Outside In on Radio MD. Today, we are going to have a whole show that looks at uh, cannabis, medical cannabis, and what's been happening. So my next guest, uh, Dr. Sam Wang, is uh, currently Assistant Professor of Pediatrics at Children's Hospital in Colorado. He's also a toxicologist and on faculty of the Rocky Mountain Poison uh, and drug centers. So, welcome, Dr. Wang. Thanks for being here.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: So, um, you know, Colorado has gone beyond Maryland, where our eye practice uh, is just about to embark on uh, the medical cannabis, they like to call it. But Colorado actually decriminalized it. So, there's recreational use, and you were involved in an interesting study. Uh, that talked about unintentional overdoses in kids. So tell us a little bit about what you were seeing since the decriminalization.
1: Yeah, well, we saw um, after uh, our state allowed medical marijuana, and then the Ogden memo was released in 2009 when uh, the federal government said states could you know, regulate their own marijuana as long as uh, everyone abided to those rules. We saw an increase in unintentional pediatric exposures both in our state and um, in our local emergency department and our children's hospital. When we looked at other states who had similar rules and regulations from a state uh, marijuana standpoint, they also had an increase in poison center calls for unintentional pediatric exposures.
0: Hmm. And that was just during the... um medical marijuana phase, right? It wasn't even when it was completely decriminalized so that there was recreational use.
1: Right. Our initial studies were just looking at, um, you know, after the uh, popularity of medical cannabis kind of uh, came about.
0: Hmm. Very interesting. And how, how much of an increase were you seeing of kids that were somehow getting exposed?
1: Um, yeah, so that's a good question. So in our Local hospital um, in the five years prior to 2009, we didn't see any children under the age of 12 who came in with uh, unintentional pediatric marijuana exposures. And then for the two years after we saw 14, so, you know, it's certainly a change of uh, what we typically would see in in practice, um, but certainly not, you know, every day
0: now what was the exposure when you were first starting to look at this what was the exposure how are they getting uh exposed were they you know you always hear about kids little toddlers that might eat cigarettes or you know i would imagine you know marijuana cigarettes and stuff but was there other types of exposure that you were seeing
1: yeah what was interesting was um Some of the exposures, we never really found out what they got into. We just knew they were intoxicated and were positive on uh, your toxicology screen. But um, many of those children we found out got into marijuana edible products. And edible products are, you know, consumable food goods that have uh, THC infused uh, into them. And um, they can have high amounts. And children are small. And obviously, they look at an edible product and don't think that it could have marijuana in it. And... um, and get into them, and then they could get pretty symptomatic.
0: Yeah, I mean, I had heard from people that were going there. Now, I didn't, so this was strictly before it. you got into recreational use. I mean, I know that our state is talking about not having these edible, like, there's candies, right? Gummy bears and things like that, so... Obviously, if a kid sees you know a bag of gummy bears laying around, I mean you know, I think I wouldn't think that <laughs> and and probably yeah. try it. so
1: yeah it's uh, you know the edible industry is, is a, actually a pretty large industry and people think traditionally of candies and baked goods, but they have created all sorts of things um, you know spaghetti sauce uh, they you know anything you basically could eat, on a day-in-day-out basis, there's probably a marijuana-infused um, product uh, similar to it. Wow. And so, um, yeah, so I think that, it, it, you know, creates a unique uh, challenge to safety, um, uh, especially in children.
0: Right. Now, did that happen initially with just the medical marijuana, or was that just since it really became decriminalized and, and recreational in, in Colorado? Yeah,
1: so we saw it. Uh, our initial studies with medical. Since then, we've had, you know, now a year and a half of retail or recreational marijuana under our belt. Um, we've seen a slight uh, uptick. And what we in kids coming into the emergency department, um, and uh, in still getting into edible products. I think prior to the the medical marijuana, uh, sorry, prior to the retail recreational marijuana legislation passed in allowing early 2014, um, a, a large part of the medical community and uh, public health uh, school here was uh, highly involved with state legislation to try to figure out how to make things safe. So. Our state has passed things like child-resistant packaging legislation where all products have to be in a child-resistant package. Uh, we have some dose limitations um, in a serving size and what's in a full package of a marijuana product. Um, some adver- you know, there's some limitations on advertisements. Um, so there's a lot of things that are going on in our state um, that we are trying to do to help prevent some of these unintentional consequences that, that we see.
0: Yeah, wow. I mean, I can imagine. I know Maryland is talking about, you know, once it's uh, decriminalized and we have uh, medical marijuana, no edibles. And I, I think for that reason, I mean, for a long time, you know, they used to make these, you know, little chocolates in Europe that had alcohol in them, but you weren't allowed to bring them into the country because of the potential, you know, uh, um, unintentional overdose with kids and being tempted by candy, but you know, I mm. it sounds a little funny. You're gonna have a child tamper proof top for tomato sauce and ketchup and things like that. Yeah. That's that's uh, uh, pretty funny, but the, the good side to this is you really, even with these exposures, you didn't really see any uh deaths have you i know initially you didn't i don't know if you, if as you're continuing to watch this if you've seen
1: any yeah correct we have not seen any deaths we've had um some children get fairly ill um who have required intubation uh, into our intensive care units because they uh, stop they breathing
0: pretty,
1: yeah right yep due pretty severe somnolence and CNS depression but um, we've also seen you know kids pretty very minimally sedated so i think it's a, a purely a you know, child size and, and the dose and concentration of whatever product they're given to for their severity of illness.
0: Wow. So I guess that that's the the good takeaway from this is that there is kind of this wide margin of safety. Um, but I imagine too, the products have to be carefully marked, right? You know, like it's almost like you tell people, don't pour household chemicals. Uh, don't pour household chemicals into uh, unmarked bottles because they have bright colors. Kids could drink them, I imagine. You tell people, you know, don't put your gummy bears in a regular little uh, Ziploc bag, right? Because yeah,
1: yeah, there's yeah, there's a lot of public education that we've been involved with, a lot of uh, uh, public safety announcements. You know, we know marijuana is more prevalent now, and these things, uh, are, you know, cannot be – you know, identify between a non-infused and infused product. So keep it up and out of reach. Keep it in the in the original challenges of the packaging. Educate your caregivers who, you know, your nannies, your grandparents, your neighbors, where your friends may go. Uh, just like alcohol, just like prescription medication, you know, it's a, it's a drug. And so we just have to make sure people are aware of it and uh, store it properly keep it out of reach.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I think that's that's an important message. And uh, these things quickly—we just have a minute. So you're not seeing the spaghetti sauce at the store. You're seeing it still at special shops, and that's another. Oh yeah,
1: right? yeah. There's still rules and regulations on where and when you can buy and how old you have to be. So um, they're not just showing up on every grocery store. But um, but once they come home, it's a matter of making sure you know people are responsible with where they're putting it and I'm um, keeping it out of reach.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I want to thank my guest. He's going to stay tuned, uh, and we'll talk about some other uses for medical marijuana. But amazing, you have to have a child tamper-resistant uh, tomato sauce. This is the Dr. Lee Vinokur Show, Health from the Outside In, on Radio MD. Stay tuned into your health.